Hey everyone, a bonus episode this week. The four secrets to our greatest invention. This is Patterns of Development. There is a near perfect correlation between urbanization and prosperity across nations. As more and more of the world's population lives in urban areas, Some areas are more appealing than others. What makes your city one of those cities? Why do some cities succeed and others fail? Triumph of the City by Edward Glassier is a gem that shares insights into why cities are our greatest invention and the patterns that make or break them. When a city focuses on people that live there, they succeed. Taking care of buildings and infrastructure is a forever commitment. They require annual maintenance and eventually become obsolete. Education, however, perpetuates itself as each generation teaches the next. Shakespeare said, what is a city but the people? One of the primary defining elements of a city is density. With density, ideas move from one person to the next. Architect David Sim summarizes it with an equation, density times diversity equals proximity. Increased buildings and people being next to each other and human creativity can flourish. This is then leveraged when you have diversity in thought experience, and heritage, pushing your city to even higher limits. In the book, Edward Glassier says, ultimately the job of an urban government isn't to fund the buildings or rail lines that can't possibly cover their costs, but to care for its city's citizens. Shout out to my hometown, Kalamazoo, Michigan, which lives by this philosophy. Our city is one of the few places in the United States where free college is available to those who graduate from high school. As a resident of Michigan, I can relate to the discussion and the pain Glassier writes about the decline of the Rust Belt. The Rust Belt is the Great Lakes region in the United States. Until the 1980s, the primary focus of the region's industry was the extraction of raw materials and manufacturing. With the Industrial Revolution coming to an end, it put the city of Detroit in a difficult position. Detroit's economy was once the envy of cities everywhere. Dubbed the Motor City for the mass production of vehicles, the variety of firms creating new and better cars helped the city thrive. As industry leaders vertically integrated, buying up the competition, the spirit of entrepreneurship was replaced by company men. Because Detroit's economy was so dependent on the automobile, as the industry changed, so did the city. And in 2009, Detroit was one of the largest metropolitan areas ever to declare bankruptcy. Many cities have had a similar fate to Detroit. How can you reverse the tide? Again, quoting Ed, too many officials wrongly imagine that they can lead their cities back to its former glories with some massive construction project. Most cities try to build their way out of decline, with building and large transportation projects leading the way. Building is the result, not the cause, of success. The Bilbao effect is the exception to this rule. Again, quoting Ed, The way forward is the same as how these cities got started. Competition, connection, and human capital. Areas with small businesses grow quicker than those dominated by enormous enterprises. Consider Silicon Valley, a hotbed of startups and innovative creation for decades. Is Detroit a warning sign of things to come? How long until the four, Apple, Google, Amazon, and Facebook, create the same corporate monotony in their towns? Humans are the most important part of any city. Smart, talented people want to work as well as play. Perhaps you've heard the phrase, live, work, play. As the creative class continues to rise, people will choose places that offer pleasure as well as opportunities for productivity. Suburbs cater to young parents because of better schools and larger homes but cities attract single people because there's stuff going on. Today, restaurants are the most important draw for cities in urban areas. Because cities are dense, 
Restaurants, pubs, breweries, and coffee houses have become the living room and the kitchen that residents can't have in their small apartment. Sprawl affects us all, and to quote Ed one more time, cars, not culture, are the root of sprawl. Cars require an extreme amount of land to move through. The storage of vehicles, when not in use, also requires a vast amount of space. A city's most valuable asset is land. Cars save time and could be one of the greatest productivity tools ever. But when was the last time we considered our automobile to be a productivity tool? It's certainly hard to think that when you're stuck in traffic. Ultimately, density is what makes cities successful. Reducing density by sprawling out and making room for automobiles has consequences both on city budget and on reduction of human interaction. One of the best ways to combat sprawl is by building up. Quoting Ed again, In the most desirable cities, whether they're on the Hudson River or the Indian Ocean, Height is the best way to keep prices affordable and living standards high. This is Kyle again. There's more than one way to skin a cat, and there's more than one way to build a successful city. Tokyo invested in its people and focused on density, building up and not out. And because of their smart, well-educated population, they are set up for decades of continued success. Boston, once the center of the American Industrial Revolution, has reinvented itself to be a hub for robotics, financial service consulting, and biotech all of which require smart people. Singapore succeeds by offering businesses better government than nearby states. Lee Kuan Yew understood that business people prefer law and order rather than bribery, which attracted smart people to their city. Cities will continue to thrive because cities magnify human strengths. And that's it. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of Patterns of Development. I went through a different creative process here to create this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Big shout out to Rafi. He's a phenomenal musician. I love staying in touch with him. He has got a new album coming out. His new single just came out on Spotify. You should check that out, and you should stay tuned for the rest of the album coming out later this month. Hope you enjoyed the bonus episode, and we'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.